0: To listen, you can hear
1: their hearts beating loud. Can't
0: keep those California Indians down. Hello, everyone, you're listening to American Indian Airwaves. On today's program, we go to the heart of the Hawaiian nation in protecting Mauna Kea, a sacred site to indigenous Hawaiians, as the University of Hawaii takes over control of the property where the 30-meter telescope, the largest telescope in the world if constructed, will desecrate the sacred site of Mauna Kea, arrest, prohibitions, and incarcerations of indigenous peoples attempting to exercise their basic human rights. All that and more here on American Indian Airwaves. You can hear when the moon bright, the Makani blows to the bahu drum, it's the warriors who are marching mm-hmm, down the mountain, mm-hmm, because history ain't no
1: mystery to me.
0: On November 6th of 2019, 11 hours after testimony from indigenous people of Hawaii, The University of Hawai'i's Board of Regents unanimously voted in favor of the latest draft of the Mauna Kea Administrative Rules, which assumes the university's jurisdiction over Mauna Kea, a sacred site to indigenous peoples from Hawai'i, and attempts to restrict the Kanaka access. The decision is the latest part of the university regarding Mauna Kea that blatantly ignores the immense opposition and concern from students, faculty, and indigenous Hawaiians. The University of California is one of several owners attempting to construct the 30-meter telescope on top of the sacred site of Mauna Kea. The $1.4 billion 30-meter telescope project is a consortium of different owners that include the University of California, along with the California Institute of Technology, the National Institutes of Natural Sciences of Japan, the National Astronomical Observatories of the Chinese Academy of Sciences, the Department of Science and Technology of India, and the National Research Council based in Canada, the Association of Universities for Research in Astronomy, are members of the Thirty Meter Telescope International Observatory, the nonprofit organization responsible for the Thirty Meter Telescope Project threatening Mauna Kea? Since the beginning of the year there's been scores of arrests of indigenous Hawaiians as they attempt to protect the sacred site of Mauna Kea and prohibit the construction of the one point four billion dollar thirty meter telescope. On today's program, American Indian Airwaves, Marcus Lopez speaks with Liko Martin and Lolani Teale of the Hawaiian Nation. Liko Martin is a longtime indigenous activist and a Hawaiian renowned songwriter. He is co-founder of many and founder of many indigenous organizations. A farmer, fisherman, general cultural practitioner, peacemaker, and veteran. And Lolani Teale is a musician, artist, cultural practitioner. Public health practitioner and social media developer and coordinator for the Oopona Peace Project. Both of our guests provide us an update on the attempt to build the $1.4 billion 30 meter telescope project. As indigenous peoples on a daily basis from Hawaii face arrests and incarceration, attempting to protect the sacred site of Mauna Kea. And now Marcus Lopez with Lico Martin and Lolani Teal on the heart of the Hawaiian nation, protecting Mauna Kea from the $1.4 billion 30 meter telescope project
2: telescope is a corporation that is for all intents and purposes based in California where you are um, its chair the chair of the TMT board is right in Santa Barbara um, where I believe that you're broadcasting from and uh, that is Dr. Henry Yang who's also the chairman. and um, the president is Ed Edward Stone, Dr. Edward Stone, who is in Pasadena, California, at the um, at Caltech, and so you know, essentially this California-based international corporation, China, uh, Canada, and many other places, that is against the will of the indigenous people of Hawaii, the Kanaka Maoli. Um, is forcing itself uh on our sacred mountain and this is uh we're talking about an 18 story building which is bigger than any building on that island by far um and is uh is absolutely absolutely monstrous in an area that we call the ring of shrines where there are known shrines um All the way around that mountain um, at that particular altitude and so they're talking about putting this massive massive they're um, trying to get their bulldozers up currently our people are blockading uh, well essentially the police blockaded our people and so our people simply set up another blockade right below the police and so um, right now nobody's being allowed through essentially except for certain personnel who are being permitted to go up to uh maintain equipment but um for the other telescopes but it's a very serious standoff involving thousands of people um many kupuna were arrested including Uncle Liko Martin here um and it's been a very worldwide movement
3: yes uh Marcus uh, since we last spoke, um, um, you know, uh, the pot has boiled over, so to speak. And uh, as you mentioned this morning, the sacred site, sacred place is the uh, site where they want to do it. But just to give a little to a history, there's about 13 or so telescopes, but there's the view plane at that particular area is a very specially aligned view plane. sees up the entire uh northwest face of the archipelago you can see right down into the crater of haleak and over to Molokai and oahu and as far as to Kauai. that's how that's how visual and when i was up there um i had a bit of my yard work you know you get to can see the difference between stone that is naturally set or or has had human hands on it and uh, at the place of glaciation there, I could very well see and started to pick out various places. So it's definitely sacred. And of course, uh, the whole thing started off by the molestation of uh, some altars, some sites, uh, you know, where prayers were made and uh, where a um, traditional lodging made out of wood and then the thatch uh, was dismantled. And all of these objects were just scattered about in the middle of the night. It was uh, it really showed it, it. It made a crink even in in the ranks of the people who were perpetrating it. Uh, it was it was it was very not clean. But in the context of why that's happening is having a very desperate and isolated governor, a desperate situation for jobs and things, and all of this kind of story. it has awoken the spirit of of the love for the land and appreciating the people. If you can appreciate something sacred, come and support. And that's what it's really been, Mark. It's beautiful up there at 6,700 feet. I love it up there. It's like going up into the four corners and and it's just right there to touch the sky. You know, it comes down right to you, you're right there. And that's the new village. Uh, there's actually a Pu'uhunua. In Hawaiian words, that means the sanctuary, the city of refuge. And it's a very sacred place, and that's where they have the kitchens, the full-on medical, very top-of-the-line medical people, uh, kitchen areas for elders and protocol and activities and language and chants and culture. Like you were speaking this morning, uh, you know, the thing that I got was the sacred sites. And in the context of, well, we have a sacred site, then what do we, what, then what? And the word that comes to me uh, in, our, in our laws, actually, in the Hawaiian Kingdom laws is customary usage was, was, uh, was sacred. And usage wasn't just a sacred place, just because we use it, we live there. And this is what is, I think, is looking forward if we can look at the next 50 years with what we have now, as you mentioned the last time, you were pointing out that we're kind of at the tail end of the 500 years since Columbus, and truly, you know, and so, and then to come back and see the forest blooming again there in these last years along the West Coast and into four corners, uh, look forward. Look forward to usage, customary usages, and taking advantage of all of the, uh, uh, you know, and making known the indigenous rights, the titles, and our interests. In other words, you know, if we're indigenous culture, but we, we need the stone. That's our, we need the sand, we need the wood, we need the air, we need the trees, you know, and stuff like that. So it's a, it's a wonderful, beautiful thing on Mauna Kea, but it has spread. All of the islands, uh, Maui had a gathering of 6,000 that marched one day, and it's as if the people are rallying up and they're they're becoming a moving moving component coming alive again. Where on a moment's notice they could go here or go there. Imagine what would happen when they start directing their energies towards re you know reclaiming valleys where we can plant food and building fish ponds. So anyway, this is. This is what's really awakening here, and uh, um, and it's kind of at a, I would say, a uh, political question stalemate. I mean, I don't not using the right words, but uh, I think the system has has lost its way. It, it does. It's having difficulty even thinking of how it can get out of this because there's so much the level of corruption and graft and the racketeering that is happening in Hawaii to the demise, uh, you know, really the crimes, the types of humanitarian war crimes and and things like that, genocide, which is like um, at the level for the International Criminal Court. But yet the people are here and we have a great culture to work with. And I'm sure that the older generations and, you know, who have sort of in the system, uh, they're they're needing to respect. They're showing more respect now. We're taking responsibility for the things that they should have done, for the, some of the messes that have been made, and uh, and knowing that this generation is not going away. Marcus, we've come. We're here. We know what it is. We're in touch with it, and we we came here to be a part of it, a living part of it. You know. Well, here's Laulani with some more maybe comments, and really thank you and aloha, and that the usage of thought of the commonality this morning, you know, of how can you support us? And we support each other by supporting the common nature of our, of being indigenous, our sacred sites and the usage that we can put now, how we can be, come in the field, because as we were saying this morning, we're still here.
2: (laughs) Aloha, Marcus. So yes, this struggle continues on. It's getting colder up there. And so, um, you know, definitely and definitely the the forces around this whole thing have become, um, you know, they're getting impatient. So we're very concerned that they will try to make a move on our people. and if they did that's not going to be uh, acceptable or pretty so what what we really are asking is we're we're asking for help in sending messages to the TMT itself in California to please stop this you know this is this is ridiculous TMT will never be built I can tell you that much it will never be built it will never see a single star Um, whether it can push through have our people arrested and destroy the ground in the sacred place I don't know they might be able to do that they will not be able to complete the construction of that telescope so the entire effort is in vain so they they need to turn around for everyone's sake for the sake of science you know which really needs to align itself with indigenous peoples on all levels in all places
0: and you're listening to american indian airwaves on in the heart of the hawaiian nation protecting mauna kea from the 1.4 billion dollar 30 meter telescope as indigenous peoples from hawaii and supporters face mass incarceration and arrests on a daily basis as they attempt to desecrate the sacred site of Monokea. And now back to the interview.
2: So that's what we're really asking for here is for the TMT, the 30 meter telescope corporation based in California for all intents and purposes to, um, Recognize that it had an idea, and perhaps that idea seemed to be a good idea at the time, but clearly, with thousands of people standing against that idea in support of the indigenous people that would be harmed, then it's not a good idea. And you know, everybody has said it, astronomers have said it, Um, movie stars are saying it. You know, we have a lot of international recognition all over the place and everybody all over has been saying stop this telescope now enough is enough turn around and now is the time for science to align itself with indigenous knowledge and indigenous teachings and when the indigenous people say no then no means no
4: thank you very much for that, in those words, we really need, it, especially in the time of stress, here on the mainland. But one of the we're speaking with, Lico Martin, an internationally known artist, musician, activist, culture practitioner, and much more than a composer, a orchestrate or orchestra composer of many sorts, and a folk, um, and a, uh, a storyteller. Indigenous storyteller and Lalani Taitly is a front runner, you might say, of the protection of Mauna Kea. As long as also a cultural um, iconic figure in defending Mauna Kea, I guess I can I I can say that. But one of the and we're speaking with them from Hawaii and talking about Mauna Kea. Mauna Kea is the largest, tallest mountain in the world. Uh, when a, when you uh, refer to the bottom of it all the way to the tippy top, and it is the topic is a 30 meter telescope, the TMT, trying to be built on Mauna Kea, and, and the contention is the rising issues of indigenous peoples' rights and sovereignty, and environmental stewardships. Now scientists have a different take. And they take the opposite row, and they say that this is an ideal site for astronomy, and that the Supreme Court of Hawaii approved a one point four billion dollar project. And now, because of this, you had other agencies and the other, say, agencies, for example, like the um, the the um, local groups, and that is the State Supreme Court of Hawaii last October. Said that the TMT conservation district use permit was approved, and then in turn you have um, the other agencies that uh, are in Hawaii of uh, the, the not only the Supreme Court of Hawaii but also the Board of Land and Natural Resources, and essentially decided that the TMT does not affect those practices as far as the state being the overseer of cultural practices, what is good for the Hawaiian people, quote-unquote good. Now, we are in the, we had some technical difficulties in the beginning, but I wanted to ask you, Lalani, this question of the Supreme Court and the different agencies, the so-called overseeing that, especially the... um, the Supreme Court ruled that the telescope does not violate the environmental laws nor native Native Hawaiian rights to engage in traditional and customary practices. And then, even worse, the Board of Land and Natural Resources of Hawaii decided that the TMG does not affect those practices. Your comments. Your comments, please.
2: Well, I believe that that shows how much the state of Hawai'i knows at all about our practices. You know if the indigenous peoples, as one voice are saying that those practices are being violated and the state says it is not, who between those two is an actual authority on our practices? It seems to me to be clear that when the Indigenous peoples have spoken with one voice and they have, you know, there hasn't been one single actual cultural expert who has in any way said that this telescope would not harm our very, very sacred practices on Mauna Kea. There is not one single actual cultural expert on those practices. A single expert of Mauna Kea with that expertise. There has not been a single one who has said that this would cause very severe damage to our cultural practices, our cultural sites, and our overall well being as an indigenous people. But I think that what we see here is that Hawaii does not represent nor understand the indigenous practices which kind of makes sense because if you know history at all um the state of hawaii is not in fact a legal entity we are an occupied country we are the kingdom of hawaii which is currently occupied by the united states of america and the state of hawaii is a um is a created entity under that occupation
0: and you're listening to an interview with marcus lopez of american indian airwaves with longtime indigenous hawaiian activists Liko martin and lalani teal they are speaking on the hawaiian nation protecting mauna kea from the 1.4 billion dollar 30 meter telescope project and since the beginning of this year, thousands of indigenous peoples and supporters have gathered to protect the sacred site of Mauna Kea and face daily arrests and incarceration. We're going to take a short break here on American Indian Airwaves with a song with the words by Lico Martin. And the song is All Hawaii Stand Together.
1: And forever to raise our voices to banners high, we shall stand as a nation to guide the, the destinies we'll of the generations to sing and praise the glory. to sing and praise the glories of our land.
4: The All Hawaii Stand Together Slack show, an anthem of for the Kanaka Maolies and for all indigenous people, I would say. Isn't that right, uh, Liko and uh, Lalani?
2: That's right. And in fact, you know, just so that you know, there's, um, <clears throat> if you go to any social media right now and you look at hashtag um, Hawaii Loa Hula Jam there's um, on November the second that this Saturday there's going to be a worldwide hula jam uh, you know basically all people all over the world are going to be dancing Hawaii loam at the same time at noon Hawaii time which is about three o'clock your time I think
4: right right
2: um, you know so tune into that it's going to be all over social media we will be out in the north shore of Oahu and um, yeah, so so um, so check that out. That it will be, uh, you know, it's, and it's a it's a um, tribute to both the nation, the overall Hawaiian nation, our um, our alliances with places all over the earth, and also to Uncle Liko. Well, I,
3: you know, yes, Liko. Story behind that song is very interesting for all the people all the world. Okay, down hole, Okay. Was, became a very close friend of mine at the time when, the, 40 years ago, when the Renaissance started. And as I was returning to the Big Island, where, where the Mauna Kea is, island, and he, he says, well, Nico, leave us something. Well, four hours later, I walked down to his dressing room and I handed him that song. He actually was the first person wow. to, to uh, sing it and record it. Hmm. And he completely supported the movement. He... And although he was involved with industries of the tourism, you know, and, and right, of right. course the tourism buying and stuff like that, but uh, the, then a, a kupuna, see because I I wasn't allowed to I could I used to hear I could have to sneak and hear my elders speak the language and as soon as they turned they would have stopped because they were beaten in school
4: for speaking. See, same, so, wo- same over here
3: Uh huh. So an elder, a very beloved elder in her later years came by and translated the all Hawaii stand together into what we call in the the languages, Kulike Kako, stand together, stand, stand and be counted. Mm. Yes. So that is the theme now. And I think for all of the indigenous people, stand and be counted is, is, uh, is well you know here we are you know we're, we're here. but you know marcus and one thing when we just before we went into the song you were speaking about um the things with the courts and and all of the you know what what has gone wrong we got supposedly have all of this stuff that's supposedly in place that so this you know what's the problem then so for the, for the listening audience, okay, they need to understand in the context of the administration of the Hawaiian Islands, okay, there's kind of been a semantic distortion that somehow the Hawaiian Islands are now a state, like in California, a state of the United States, when actually the state of Hawaii is a District of Columbia corporation which is confined to that 10 square miles. And what you have in Hawaii, described in the words of Doc Professor, Dr. Desaias, who uh, currently at this time has participated in, uh, described it as, as some strange form of government. <laughs> and that is is involved in, uh, is not, Not running the laws of occupation basically was it would mean that US laws do not apply and are not supposed to apply in the Hawaiian Islands. Well, that's basically in essence the problem. You
0: know, and you're listening to American Indian Airwaves. An interview by Marcus Lopez with longtime indigenous activists Ligo Martin and Lolani Teal from the Hawaiian Nation. They are speaking on protecting Mauna Kea from the 1.4 billion dollar 30 meter telescope project and providing listeners an exclusive update on the thousands of people there protecting Mauna Kea facing daily. Arrests in mass incarceration. And now back to the interview here on American Indian Airwaves.
3: So, in, in looking forward now, Marcus, okay, where we're, the state of Hawaii is in there are certain people who are that have been allowing these things to happen. And looking forward, this is what needs to be addressed, not only on the behalf of the Hawaiian Islands and the Hawaiian nationals who somehow the people in congress or somebody says that they are now native americans instead of nationals in a nation in continuity and that's the, basically an understanding the people you know that the families of their people need to know all of the people need to know there now at some point in time in i would say in the not so distant future it will become necessary for what we know now here is all know the United States Congress and all of the entities and all of the things that happen there, because a lot of what is happening in Hawaii is emanating from there. It's like uh, somebody came and set up shop, the independents, the Republicans, the Democrats, and everything's up for grabs. Okay. So, but nevertheless, after 50 years of cultural Renaissance, uh, we are. What I'm looking at is a younger generation now uh, who is very able, capable of, of managing and things and uh, governing, you know, not to, not to say it in a bad way, but in a way of providing services and managing resources and being able to communicate and the kind of, of, of uh, you know, interaction that, that will take us peacefully into in to recover what was lost and and deal with what we have what's left you know that's what we have to deal with here construction jobs of course would be in the buku with the billion dollar telescope but they have to dismantle I think about half a dozen so there's plenty jobs and and if that's all that there is for the people construction then something's gone wrong in the islands and of course the colonization colonization and the taking of lands without the kind of protection that was supposed to have been afforded under, under US laws is clearly documented, well documented. And and so the, the, the toilet's kind of backed up, the sinks clause now. <laughs> you know? I mean it's really it's really like that because you have you know so so where do we go from here? that is the question you know of course the desperation and stuff and and coming down from Mauna Kea just to shed a little light on some of the other things markets that people will know in the last two weeks three weeks there have been huge demonstrations on the island of Oahu to block the uh taking of lowland forests around areas that were pretty much where the part the Hawaiians everyone must know that we have an apartheid system welcome to south africa the distinction we've been given the distinction of being a native hawaiian and so we can be excluded restricted uh, totally you know told what to do at any time we are subject to to uh, you know servitude and slavery here in our lands okay but it's hit kind of hit the wall and then you have this huge on the north shore on kohuku uh, continuing protests just because people are tired of being ignored, they had the hearings. They said they didn't want it, and here you have the tallest windmills in the world being construction constructed close to a community, rural communities that now are fair game, fair game to the to the uh, to the ranchers, to the horse riders who now come and ride their horses on our beaches, and and uh, that's and that's what we're up against. Okay. So it's not only Mountaineer, but it has awoken the people's courage, and their pride in where they are. Come what may. You know, if it arrests, that's what it. That's what it takes. I, I was coming to the aid of a friend of mine. Uh, wasn't quite ready to go at that particular time, but my friend was going into cardiac arrest. So we were taken off in the ambulance and taken around the corner and given these citations. Uh, this coming month, uh, the first of November. Friday, we will be discussing issues of motions on jurisdiction, and of course, uh, my position in the court will be jurisdiction is Hawaiian Kingdom. You folks are occupiers here, and and what's going on is criminal, and uh, and so it's going to be very interesting. We'll take it, uh, you know, where where we need to. So so just to give people some heads up, okay? The court ruling, <laughs> court ruling. <laughs> You got to be kidding! It was—it's all stacked. It's a stacked deck here, okay. And so uh, we're gonna. There's gonna have to be some things that are gonna be done, and they're gonna be done where people can be held accountable and responsible. I did get off a letter to the Congress uh, just before Elijah Cummings passed away for a request for a oversight hearing before the House Committee, okay. And then also to the National Park Service uh because uh they got to clean them clean themselves up Mm -hmm. over here and of course giving the option to the governor uh because i'm kind of an administrative person and sort of drew a little map and showed them how where they are and how they can get back to where they should be which is one on on the island of Kauai, we have in place a, a something that was a carryover from the territorial times that protects the uh, you know the the rights of the people here it holds uh, people accountable under the U.S. Constitution under the treaty, but south of Kauai, non-existent. Marcus, so that's the kind of chaos that we have here, and it's great because it's affecting investments. People are looking at this. They say, "Well, it's not just Kea, Gee, we wanted to take this whole valley with all this water and stuff, and now the guys there are six thousand marching, saying we want our water back." Hmm. OK, so this is we've really come up and it's not going down traditionally during this time when the Pleiades rise from October to February is a time of when we uh, it's a time for reflection, time for ho'oponopono, right. set things straight. Uh, the fish come in, they lay their eggs, we basically try not to, we let nature uh, re-cleanse itself. And it's a time that uh, but yet we're in the middle of a war here. Mm. OK. There's, it, truly, people need to know there's a war going on. It's a very quiet, silent, lethal war when you have apartheid, when you have so much discrimination. And that's why you're going to find 300,000 on the prior census of Hawaiian nationals forced to leave and be away. And the beautiful thing about it is everywhere I've went, they've taken their culture and their aloha and you know their humility and their strengths with them. Marcus and you know uh, just like my hearts are with you folks all the time I mean I'm always packed <laughs> <laughs> you know, a couple of weeks ago I, was sitting I in backpack, had my guitars and I was sitting in the chair on the garage and, blah, 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 and he came out and she, said, she laughed she said, sitting there ready to go I said man all I gotta do is call
4: <laughs> there you go and but hopefully so- hopefully we can see you in the not too uh, near future but I, I, I bet I The question that I have for you, uh, Liko, we're speaking to Liko Martin and Alani Tilly of Hawaii on the phone at this point in time America American Indian Airways. What did you get arrested for? Okay,
3: I was arrested for sitting in a chair uh, on a road, on, on land, on private land that the guys have no title to on a paved stretch of that land that was paved illegally because there was no transfer of title and made specially for the TMT to transport the things up there. And uh, that that's what I was charged for. It's a misdemeanor, 30 days in jail, $1,000 uh, uh, thousand fine.
1: Mm.
3: Now, the, the, the funny thing about it, Marcus, was the other week when we went uh, to the, to the trial thing the night before I told my friend, Abel, Abel Louie, we went together. Um, mm-hmm. I told him, you know, I feel like tomorrow's going to be like going to the slave auction block. Mm-hmm. You know, when you watch the movies, when the slaves come in, you yeah. put them all on the auction block and by golly, that's exactly what it was. The court had consolidated a third above 35 or 40 of us into blocks of five. Uh, there was a, and they said the charge, they had they had fiddled around with the charge to avoid the reason having to substantiate any reason of why they were there. What were they trying to enforce? In other words, they were trying to protect the TMT yes. and trying to protect them from coming. In other words. If we were there, what were you doing there? So they're saying, oh, this this just applies to being on a road anywhere. Okay. So anyway, they've got us there. The I thought there was going to be a riot on the defense attorneys. And truly, the scene was, it was incredible. The attorneys are shifting around here. And it's just like, oh, here, I'll take this one. I'll take that one. It was literally an auction block. Mm. An auction block of people who who and and uh, you know who are just being subjected to this kind of abuse by a corrupted system very long standing syndicated criminalism this has been going on for Uh, over 126 years.
0: And you're listening to an interview by Marcus Lopez of American Indian Airwaves with longtime indigenous activists Liko Martin and Lolani Teal on protecting Mauna Kea, a sacred site from the 30-meter telescope. If constructed, would be the largest telescope in the world built on top of an indigenous Hawaiian sacred site. We're going to take a short break here on American Indian Airwaves and we'll be right back. Napa here on American Indian Airwaves. In the final segment of today's show, we return back to the interview with Marcus Lopez of American Indian Airwaves. He's speaking with longtime indigenous activists Liko Martin and Lolani Teal from the Hawaiian Nation. They're speaking on the protection of Mauna Kea under threat from the 30 Meter Telescope Project. They're providing us an update. On the thousands of supporters and indigenous Hawaiians gathered there to protect Mauna Kea and facing daily arrests and mass incarceration and now back to the interview uh, the native Hawaiians in
4: 1897 gathered 21,269 signature for petition against annexation and that the United States Senate uh, passed a New Land Resolution, which is a law and not a treaty, and they trying to escape the issue about the what you said. The, interesting what you said about the Colombian uh, corporation, but colonial settler society based on a corporation, and it still exists today. We live in California, and we're broadcasting here in Southern California, but what are people can do here, over here, uh, Lalani, you spoke about it earlier on the show, but yet um, you have a chancellor um, here at UCSB uh, that's, that's going on with the development of the TNT. You have a corporation, the TXT Corporation, um, in uh, Pasadena, someplace. Um, what uh, are uh, what can they? What can we do in order to support and give you that? Um, that support that not only you need, but we need. Because when we support you, we support sacred sites. That's supporting our sacred sites. That is that is essence who we are. That's just what we do, Indigenous people, what we do. So tell us, educate us. Um, what's the next set of points you um, wish that people that are in solidarity with you do?
2: Well, thank you so much. You know, I would say that... Um, the university of california system is a very major focus right now the university of california as a whole needs to withdraw from the tmt so if you are in california if you're anyway connected with california you know if you're a taxpayer you're paying for that oppression that is happening to us and we ask that everyone please contact to the University of California contact the president contact the treasurer Nathan Brostrom who is also the he's the CFO of the University of California as a whole and he is the treasurer of TMT so that is um, you know a, a very serious role there he is taking your money and he is using it to Um, attempt to build this telescope, and he needs a little pressure, and so does the um, president of the university, the board of regents, and the individuals who are, you know, you can go to tmt.org, to their website, you know, and please don't believe any of the propaganda that is on there, but please do look at who is involved. You know, they've got some things that are just absolutely ridiculous, but um, but you can look at who is involved and those individuals throughout, you know, there are board members in Davis, there are board members at UC Santa Cruz, there is a board member um, at UC Santa Cruz, um uh dr bolte and there is um a there is a very important chair of the tmt board at uc santa barbara he is the chancellor dr henry yang
4: now before um, before we go any further you spoke both of you uh i i believe uh Lico and Lonnie spoke to uh dr chan right yes and and and, and Lico played
2: and, him a song and he cried
4: he cried. What did you cry for?
3: Well, when I got up to speak with him, all that was left in my heart was just I looked at him, and he was sitting in the chair, and I I said, I think this is a matter of good faith.
1: Mm.
3: Looked right in his eyes. I said, because the, you must understand that the, the University of Hawaii is a rogue educational institution that is being used to plunder Hawaiian lands and, and you know, and treat its people. And he just kind of sat back in his chair. Mm. That's what I said to him, Marcus, because that is what is happening. So the people of the university, as I said, to the Board of Regents, when I spoke to them there, they must know that the University of Hawaii is in the hands of a bunch of brigands. Okay, it was about not that many years ago that the corporation legislature decided to take the national institution of the Hawaiian kingdom, the nation state, and and privatize it. At the same time, they escalated the laws to go and, and just remove people from whole areas, and they have mapped out Hawaii, and they are bringing in more colonists and everything into our place, and... That's what is going on, and that's what I brought up to the University Board of Regents. If they want to have science be applied, they need to come through the front door, okay? And they need to, uh, they need to respect the political situation. Ignoring it is not going to make the fire go away.
4: I really love speaking with Black. you, uh, yeah. Lico, uh, Lico Martin. Uh, and and I really like speaking with you because I can speak to you for an hour but we're out of time already and we need to continue the conversation maybe some other time in some other place but uh, folks, uh, once again we're speaking to Liko Martin a cultural practitioner Kanaka Ways, a educator, a philosopher a music composer a song composer a, a keyboard expert a Uh, Not only uh, 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 a father, a grandfather, and a great grandfather, I believe I really don't know, but yet, and also we're speaking with Lalani Teale, who is a a a very important person culturally that is defending Mauna Kea, and I can go on um, about describing her, but I think to the listening public, these are individuals you're not going to hear anyplace else. I really enjoy our conversation. Um, Any last words, Alalani or Liko?
3: Okay, my my word for the day is sacred place, sacredness of it all, yes, and usage, the customs. Bring back the customs. When I've been traveling these last years, I see the people, the more customs, because the customs lead you right back to your place, and then people begin to see you and experience you. And you become to be alive again.
2: And I just want to say mahalo. And thank mahalo. you so much we'll to all you of you out there. You and too. this has been a worldwide movement. And I know that a lot of people ha- who are listening have participated. And I just want to say thank you so much. Mahalo Nui.
4: Thank you, Marcus. You're very welcome. And I'm going to end the song with, with um, that Nico Martin um, Hawaiian Blues
3: a fellow that lives here on the big island, his name is Thor Wold. I met him back in the days of psychedelia. Yeah. Okay. Days of psychedelics. And uh,
1: he was the mountain and I was the river, as I recall. On that day out in Opikau, when the uh, cheese went all the way to the
3: you know universe. But anyway this man Thorwold he grew up. Uh, that's a signal. The fire department is coming. <laughs> One more song, then we take a break. Uh, so, Thor's father was a, a forester. He was a head forester in the Big Island the, you know, prior to statehood stuff. Grew up. Thor was the grader at the mill in Hilo. That's how much he knew, and how they much they knew the, what he knew. He's up in the uh, top of Mauna Kea now. But I met him on Oahu, and he was really the poet. I mean, Thor, you know, he could, he used to make this stuff, you know. He was one of those rocket scientists. And uh, so we take a ride out to Nanakuli one day, and I had a little melody, you know. So we ride on out there, go to Kaena Point, and we come back, and Thor flies back to the Big Island, and he sends me to this poem, name of the poem is Nanakuli Blues. And put a little note in there, he said, with a lot of soul. And I was like scratching my head, even to this day I still scratching my head. And what do you mean by that? You know? So Country Comfort recorded the song and uh, recorded it as Wamanalo Blues, but it was originally uh, written as Nanakuli Blues. And the music, I contributed the music and uh, it's kind of story my life.
1: Mountains left me End up where I Began Where I Will go, wind Only knows Good times around the bend I get in my car Going too far And never coming Back again We're tired and worn. Woke up this morning, found that I was confused, spun right around, and found I had lost the things that I couldn't lose. Like beaches they sell to build their hotels. Your fathers and I once knew. The moment of silence is over.
0: And that was Marcus Lopez of American Indian Airwaves, speaking with longtime indigenous activists from the Hawaiian nation, Liko Martin and Lelani Teal. They were speaking on protecting Mauna Kea from the $1.4 billion 30 meter telescope project. And if constructed, would be the largest telescope in the world, built on top of an indigenous Hawaiian sacred site. They were speaking on the thousands of supporters gathered there to help defend Mauna Kea and the daily conditions of facing mass arrests and incarceration. That concludes our show for today here on American Indian Airwaves. A special thank you to our guests for the hour, Liko Martin and Lelani Teal from the Hawaiian Nation. A special thank you to our musical guest, Aragon Starr kupa Aina and the indigenous hawaiian musicians performing all hawaii stand together a special thank you to the band blackfire and american indian airwaves is mixed and mastered in the studio of burnt swamp studio in signal hill california for marcus lopez i've been your host for the hour larry smith until next time
1: our fears, try not to become what we've endured, wearing our souls on the thread,
3: the moment of silence is over.